Welcome to Just One More Story by George Walters, a weekly podcast where I share with you a mixture of personal stories as well as some useful tips, techniques, and advice that might just make your day a wee bit better. It should also be noted that any content that you hear on this podcast is for informational purposes only. In other words, all the views and information expressed here on this podcast are my own and not the views of anyone else. And while I strive for accuracy, I can and will be wrong at times, as any honest human will have to admit. So, if you're looking for that special something to start or end your day, you're in the right place. And the great part is, you can listen to all my podcasts for free, anywhere, at any time. So with that, let's get started. Hi folks, I hope you all had a great summer. For my lovely wife and I, it was challenging to say the least. Spring started off okay. But from there on in, it wasn't good health-wise with me being laid up. I won't bore you with the details, as I'm sure you all have enough going on without hearing all about my problems. The good news is I'm able to move around a bit now, which I'm happy about, as there are sure lots to do outside getting things ready for winter. But in spite of me not being well, we did manage to get our vegetable gardens planted, And there wasn't a day all summer that we didn't enjoy fresh salads, along with some very tasty tomato sandwiches, which is one of my favorites. We are sure going to miss all the fresh veggies come winter. We also had a good crop of pumpkins. Uh, There's a story behind them, and I'll share that with you in the coming weeks. On another note, being that Thanksgiving is closing in on us, I thought it would be only fitting to start my my first podcast since last winter, of how we celebrated Thanksgiving many years ago. With that, I hope you enjoy what makes Thanksgiving so special. Celebrating Thanksgiving for me growing up on the farm was done a bit different than from what most would do today. It all starts off with some friends dropping by for a visit. We're lucky that way with folks popping in at any given time. Anyway, they lived in the city and At least once a year they like to get away from the hustle and bustle. And being that we live in the north, far away from the large crowd, we are on top of their list of friends to visit. You sure live in a great country, George. I bet you're happy you decided to move here. Peace and quiet, no ringing your doorbell to deliver flyers or parcels for your absent neighbor. No constant traffic noises. No drunk people singing outside your windows late at night. Yep, we sure are, I said. It's one of the best decisions we ever made. You really have drunk people singing outside your windows at night? Occasionally, yep. Anyway, after chatting for a bit, I decided on asking them what they were doing for Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving? Well, that's just another day for us, George. We get up, go to work, come home and sleep, same old every day. Gee, that's it, I asked. Yep, that's it. What are you going to do? I thought about that for a second and and said, Hmm, well, first off, I'm not a great lover of the sun these days, especially when there are a couple chairs sitting under that tree over yonder. You know, that old maple tree has always been here, and every fall it sure puts on a good show. Something like it's doing right now, actually. I have never seen a tree that likes to show off its colors as much as it does. Anyway, to answer your question on what we do for Thanksgiving, 
A quick version would be that my wife and I celebrated uh, about the same as we did years ago. At first, though, when I was boarded out on a dairy farm, Laura and Rez, the folks that adopted me, made a point of making days like Thanksgiving and Christmas special. My first Thanksgiving living with these folks, I remember Laura one time saying, You know, George, I think it would be a good idea if you made a list of all the things you have to be thankful for. Then later on, while having supper, we can discuss them. I was reluctant to do so, as truth be told, I didn't think I had anything to be thankful for. But after giving it some thought, I did come up with a few things. The second year, though, was a lot different, as I didn't even have to write them down. I had so many that they just flowed out of me at the supper table that night. So many they just floated out you, my friend asked? Yep, they sure did. It all started off with me getting up Thanksgiving morning, heading off to the barn to do my chores. Yes, we kids had chores to do back then. Everyone did their share. Personally, I think chores makes children smarter and puts them in touch with the world around them. You could say it makes them good team players and gives them an opportunity to reach out to others and connect. Anyway, it was a beautiful morning. The mist was slowly lifting from the fields out behind the barn, and with the moon shining on the grass covered with dew, it sure was a sight to see. Another thing that caught my attention was the smell of the fresh hay we cut the day before. It was so pronounced I had to stop so that my mind had time to take it all in. As I got closer to the barn, I could hear the cows calling, as they did every morning, letting me know that they were waiting for their breakfast. <laughs> it always amazed me how they knew I was heading their way. The first thing I noticed opening the door was all the eyes that were looking at me. I've often wondered how many have taken the time to look into a human or animal's eyes, taking in that special sparkle. Laura said that when someone's eyes sparkle, it means that they are happy, excited, or passionate about something. She could be right, as all the animals sure looked happy seeing me, especially with a fork full of hay. A couple other things I looked forward to on their mornings was how the animals greeted me, along with the smells of the old barn. I can't put my finger on it exactly. You would almost have to have been there. You know, the folks that adopted me were an extraordinary couple, working the farm from daylight to dark. But no matter how busy they were, it seemed that they always had time for me. There wasn't a day that went by that they didn't teach or show me something special. If asked, I would say that the lessons they taught me, I still live by today. I did have a few younger friends, but they were far and in between, as back when most homes were miles apart, making seeing each other every day almost impossible. You could say that my friends were limited when it came to humans, but the ones I did have were special, like my old dad. He was a feller that never asked anything from anyone, but was always there for me or those that needed some help. It seemed that whenever I was stuck in a rut or seemed, seemed uh, simply needed a few words of advice that would point me in the right direction, there was no one better to turn to than my dad. I know this because he was a fellow that was there, done that, lived to tell the tale, and was happy to pass on his wisdom 
sometimes whether I liked it or not. His last words of wisdom that I can remember was him saying one time when I was having a problem, Jord, if everyone threw their problems into a pile and were able to see everyone else's, we'd snatch ours back real quick. I have to say, he was my greatest friend of all, other than my lovely wife of today. I also made some critter friends while growing up, my favorite being Jenny. She was a golden palomino, every bit as beautiful as Trigger, who is Roy Rogers' horse, and just as pretty as the famous Mr. Ed, who played the part of a talking horse for years in a great TV series that played from 1961 to 1966. <laughs> now I'm showing my age. Jenny would greet me every morning at the fence that ran between our house and the barn, knowing that I had her morning carrot. <laughs> Actually, Laura had me plant an extra row of carrots every spring just for her in our vegetable garden, knowing that if I didn't, she wouldn't have any for her meals come supper time. She was probably right, too. I had a special way of feeding Jenny, which consisted of putting my back to her, in doing so, she would then lay her head on my shoulder while I fed her. It seemed that the warmth and affection of her next to my cheek gave me the strength to face the day that lied ahead. Yes, places and certain items have changed over the years, I grant you that, but some things, my friend, never change. They will always remain with us, that is, if we take the time to seek them out. It's like reading a book, you know? I don't know about you, but there have been a few times that I instantly connect with every word printed in it. It seemed that the author wrote that wrote it wrote it just for me. Like I was sitting here under this tree today. You can't miss all the beauty it's given off. I can't get enough of it. Truth be told, there are all kinds of things to be thankful for, that if one takes the time to notice them. Anyways, I rambled on here long enough. I hope I didn't bore you too much, but you asked. Nope, not at all. Actually, your story opened my eyes to a lot of things. Well, that's good. Would you like a cool drink? All this talk and maybe a bit hoarse. Sounds good to me, George. Lead the way. Finally, if asked, I would say there is nothing nicer than to watch three generations of family patiently waiting for the women folks to prepare the Thanksgiving table. Everything from turkey to mashed potatoes to ham to homemade gravy, freshly baked rolls along with stuffing and cranberry sauce, not forgetting the pumpkin and pecan pies topped with vanilla ice cream. <laughs> Calories don't count on Thanksgiving. Oh, my lovely wife just informed me that I missed one, a salad. Huh, how did I forget that? Happy Thanksgiving, folks. That's it for today, folks. But before I go, I would like to mention that all my stories are also available in books. We have seven books to choose from, and each book has over 50 short stories. The titles of the books are One More Story, Moments in Time, Paths We Choose, Time's Changing, Keep Turning Pages, Join Me in the Garden, and Nature's Gateway to Health. All of our books are available on Amazon.ca or Amazon.com in ebooks or paperback. If you would like to know more information regarding my books or podcasts, you can email me at stories at keepingnotes.com and I'll get back to you. And also, 
For those that would like to buy me a coffee, I have added a Buy Me a Coffee button on my blog, which is located at www.keepingnotes.com. You can also listen to my podcasts on Google Play Music, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher, Listen Notes, Amazon Music, and The Walters Post. It is also on your Google Home smart speaker. Just say, hey Google, play just one more story by George Walters. And if you enjoy my podcasts, feel free to share them with others. In doing so, it would help me make more podcasts for all to enjoy. And finally, I would like to thank you all for listening. And don't forget to tune in every Friday for a new episode of Just One More Story by George Walters.